0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given to him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, "A prophet is not without honor, except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. So he was not able to perform many deeds there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. After the resurrection, the disciples went fishing in the Sea of Galilee. They fished all night and caught nothing. Very early the next morning, Jesus was on the shore and he shouted out to them, he says, cast your net to the right side and you will catch something. Well, they caught 153 very large fish. I would be happy if I just caught one very large fish. They must have been ecstatic. But oh no, it doesn't stop there. The Lord cooked them breakfast, so they're having breakfast on the beach beside a charcoal fire with their best friend who was dead and buried a week ago. And just when you think it doesn't get any better than that, Jesus turns to Peter and says to Peter, he says, feed my sheep. Which is another way of saying, Peter, you're going to be the shepherd. Which is another way of saying that you're going to be you are the first pope. Which is a really nice promotion. So I'm looking at Jesus and I'm saying, boy, he's in a really good mood after his resurrection. He's dishing out all of these wonderful gifts. Do you find that odd? See, I, I find that odd. I, I think that Jesus would, you would think that he would be a little bit angry at the world. look what they did with his hand. They took his hand, a hand that that did so much good, a hand that that, that reached out and cured sick people. It touched a blind man and cured him, picked up a girl who was lying dead and brought her back to life again. And they took and they put a spike in that hand and they snuffed the life out of it. You would think that maybe Jesus would be brooding over some of his injuries, maybe discarding some of his disciples and getting a new batch of, of followers. But none of that. None. Why? What happened? Why is Jesus so generous with his gifts? He healed. He healed. You see, that's a really important detail. Because the most important thing you and I will ever do as Christians is heal. We have to learn how to heal. Why? Because we get beat up. It's part of our job. Jesus says, you're going to carry the cross every day. Pick up your cross and follow me. He promises persecution. He promises opposition. We should not be surprised at this. And in order to survive all of that, we need to learn how to heal. So how exactly did Jesus heal so quickly from the cross? Well, right after he died, it says in John's Gospel that he, he, he returned to the Father. He left the Father and now he's returned to the Father and he says that uh, I will not drink it from the fruit of the vine until I return to my kingdom. So you can picture Jesus up there with, with the Father in the heavenly banquet and raising glasses and the Father proposing a toast saying, to my beloved son, who just saved the world. The reason why Jesus healed so quickly is because of his wonderful relationship with his father. You now, imagine if you inherited a million dollars, a million dollars. You are not going to complain about paying a $10 service charge at the bank for making the transfer. See, a relationship with Christ is so huge. It's so big, because it's, it's a friendship with divinity. It's an attachment to eternal life and forgiveness. It's, it's a life of, 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 of happiness and joy forever. It's so big that it makes everything else seem small. So Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, says that I have a, he had a thorn in his flesh, and he asked Jesus three times to take it away. Of course Jesus isn't going to take it away. Because Jesus says, he said, you pick up your cross and follow me. He said, don't, don't ask to take it away. He said, you, you pick it up and you, and you follow me. He promised us suffering and persecution. Not to take it away. But he gave us something better. He said to Paul, my grace is sufficient. So let's review. We get beat up. As Christians, we were promised that. So we need to know how to heal really quickly. And the only way to do that is to make the wounds from the cross small. And you make them small when your relationship with Christ is big.